boom, coming in hot, Chichi. How we doing today, brother? Good. Got the morning routine going. Yeah. You told me before <laughs> the show. You. I you, love you. you know when I, I shower you. before the show or not. Oh, I could tell, dude. You're a hundred percent showered. You got your you know hair looks good. You got the glasses <laughs> on real nice. Just shirt yeah. looks like it's clean. Yeah. We were just so, talking about how weird I look without glasses now when I've only had glasses for like two years in my like forty something years of life. <laughs> Very I weird. know, dude. That's incredible. I've only known you without the glasses. Now, I, now when you took the glasses off a second ago, yeah, I was like, Ooh, put, you, look, you look weird. I'm not doing that on camera. <laughs> I'm not doing that while we're recording. <laughs> I look like an alien. Dude. I look like, like an alien. My eyes look beady and they look smaller together. I, I must have looked... <laughs> I don't know how I ca- I don't know how I got Jess before I got glasses. <laughs> Man, Jess must have been having personal problems at the time. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> that is really funny. Got caught her on the downside. Got her back up. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. You um, caught her on the downside. Anyway, she, she was ha- she was in the middle of a depression for like three months. And you you stumbled into her life. She's like, let's get you're like, let's get married. Lock this one down. She's gonna come out of this depression soon. And she comes out of the comes out of the depression. Is like, who's this beady eyed little weirdo that I just started dating? And you're like, hey, you said I do. Yeah. You said till death till death do us part. But then she was well, in too t- deep. Good times and bad glasses or no, go. So good. All right. Uh, on to freaking horrible news. From the good to the bad to the ugly. Edwin Diaz of the Mets carted off the field after Puerto Rico, literally, as they were, Puerto Rico was celebrating their WBC win, dude. Mm. <sighs> That's a tough one, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it was tough for everybody when you look at the video, too, because they win, and obviously the Latinos, they're all tight. You know, they just, you know, Puerto Rico, Dominican, Venezuela, these guys are all, you know, very close during the season. And you could see the Dominicans, you know, even though they lost the game as a big win for Puerto Rico, everybody was just uneasy with this whole thing. And they didn't leave the dugout. Yeah, they didn't leave the dugout. That's their buddy, you know, and I just I hope that uh, just hope that that Edwin Diaz is going to be okay. It it doesn't it looks like it was very, very serious. And I'm shocked if it's an ACL or something. Yeah, well, it was the big. The, the first person that got to him to celebrate was was looked like the biggest guy on the field. I couldn't tell who it was, but he was bigger than it. It must have been. I didn't see the actual injury happen, and I'm fine with that because why? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't need. I don't know if anybody did. It looked like everybody's converged I, on. Each other. I, I had one question though that really I don't know. It it irked me and it upset me. I don't know if you noticed this. They carried him to the wheelchair. Why didn't they bring the wheelchair out and put him in it? And wheel him back into the dugout. I know that's, I don't know, that just was like, that pet peeved me for some reason. I'm like, why are they carrying this man when there's a wheel? And they bring him to a wheelchair, and then they, they just wheeled him for the next, like, for the last five steps. Anyway, I don't mean to make light of it. I'm actually not, because it, I was, like, Maybe screaming. Maybe want to bring the wheelchair on the field or something. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Well, we're praying for him. I hope he's all right. My yeah. father-in-law is devastated. <laughs> he's devastated. We call that's him a devasta- <clears throat> That's a devastating blow for the Mets. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's... That's the one thing about the WBC that all teams are. That's why Aaron Judge probably isn't playing this year. Like, all teams are worried. You know, the Mets just made a huge investment in Edwin Diaz, too. Signed him to a first closer to a $100 million deal, right? I mean, correct. you know, so it's like uh, it's a big deal to to let these guys play in the WBC because you you don't you don't have the reins on them. You don't. You don't really dictate what their schedules are. You don't, you know, they're, now they're in an environment, too, that's more intense. The adrenaline's higher. <clears throat> the celebrate. You don't think someone's going to hurt on a celebration, but the celebrations are more intense 
because this is a big deal. It's now a big deal. So yeah, you don't celebrate. Always, you don't celebrate a spring training win. You just don't. <laughs> like you're yeah, jumping up and down on the field. Yeah, you know, it's a it's obviously a freak accident, but that is the worry of clubs. But I but I also do think that the W. I love the WBC. I think it's the right way to go. I think it's the right thing. Accidents happen, and uh, you know, this is just a big one. I know? I completely agree. I if hope it this- was Jose Diaz or somebody else that we didn't know. You know, right, it's not right, even a right, story, right, right. but the fact that it's a superstar player. I'm glad you said that because, like, and I saw positive things. I, I was hoping, since we love we love the WBC, I think we've loved it already, but, like, I think we're, like, we're fully on board now, and I think a lot of people have been, and momentum's been great, but, like, yeah. I just hope people aren't looking at this like, oh, no, this is why WBC should yeah. go away. This is freak yeah. accident. Could have could have happened on a backfield tripping over a, 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 a you know, a, a a pipe that shoots the sprinklers out. It happens. Uh, I uh, agree. Mariano Rivera hurt him, uh, lost the season because he was shagging fly balls in, right. in before a game. You know, that's what Accident, happens. Accidents happen, dude. You're going to get hurt at some point. I mean, just, you know, I think hopefully people don't freak out about this. It is it is what it is. The WBC is here to stay, and it's so awesome for everybody. And, uh, you know, the fact that it was Edwin Diaz, I think that's the, the big thing here. But, you know, at the, I remember, dude, for me, I you know, a couple times – I was in 1997. I'm the top prospect for the Indians. We're getting ready to start the season. We're in Akron. It's like 30 degrees out. We decided to do a scrimmage the night before opening day. And we're so excited. Brand new park, 14,000 people. Like, double A, that's a big deal. You're so excited. You can't wait yeah. to be a part of it. You're the number one prospect. <clears throat> I, go to, I go to take a swing. I check swing. Blow out all the cartilage in my wrist. End up missing nine weeks, dude. So, like, opening days the next day, I'm like, I was, like, depressed. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like it's such a bummer, you know. You know when when you get hurt. And that happened to me a couple of times. One other time, I told you in two thousand, we're doing an exhibition game two days before opening day. We go up to Chattanooga, Tennessee. We're playing there. <clears throat> I just met Will Clark, my idol that day. He hits a rocket to me, ricochets off my thumb. Brooks breaks my thumb. I'm out like eight weeks. So Ugh. it's that when you get hurt like this, bro. Like Edwin Diaz, I'm sorry, to say, he's devastated right now. Oh. He's just devastated because. First off, he wants to be part of the WBC with the guys from Puerto Rico. They're playing really well. They just upset the Dominican. And the other thing is just signed a huge contract with the Mets, and they're going to be one of the best teams in baseball this year, and he's a big reason why. It's just a devastating thing when you get hurt like this right before the season starts. Yeah, I agree. It just crushes you. I agree. Well, let's get to the positive. (laughs) Team USA led by – Retired superhero Mark DeRosa. Doesn't he look like a retired? <laughs> doesn't he look like a retired Batman? Like, you know, <laughs> like he could play like the Dude, Michael Keaton. Good, he's such a good-looking dude. You're like, he might be Batman. Like, <laughs> when we're not, when, yeah, when we're not around, they're like, hey, there's a guy that goes around New York City every frick Thursday night and uh, helps the homeless. It turns D- out it's D-Row. <laughs> it's D-Row. <laughs> He's killing bad guys and then delivering turkeys to the homeless. <laughs> now, I mean, first and foremost, you got to start with Trout. Like, having a huge – he doubled down on this thing. Like, this is the most fun experience I've ever had in baseball to represent your country. Everybody, like, like loved it. Oh, perfect example. Mookie Betts quote, this is way better than getting four at-bats on the backfields. This is why I'm telling you it's good. There you go. Right? These guys love it. Yeah. And to be together – and for Trout, too – Chinch is that, bro, pretty much every game this guy stepped up. The reason this team is so loaded is because of Trout. Because when he was saying in 2017 when they won it, he was sitting at home, he goes, I'm playing next time that comes back. As mm-hmm. soon as he said he was playing, everyone's like, bets, Arenado, I'm on board, I'm on board, I'm on board, everyone's on board, right? And, and for Trout, 
to be the guy that was the leader. And this is why he's so good. <clears throat> Pressure's always on Mike Trout. It's all, I don't care what this guy does. If he's in a bowling event with Mookie Betts in the offseason, pressure's on Mike Trout. You're watching him do everything in life, how he is as a dad. You know, So especially now in the WBC, the pressure's on Mike Trout because the U.S. is expected to win. Now, they've had a couple tight games. They lost to Mexico. They beat Colombia 3-2. Trout drove in all the runs, had three hits. He's being Mike Trout. Like, mm-hmm. talk about being a leader. Like, if he's not doing what he's doing right now, the, the U.S. could be in trouble. But it's, it's just impressive to see, like, Mike Trout just stepping up and being Mike Trout. And, man, how about Angels Brass are you watching? We're getting to see Mike Trout play in competitive playoff baseball games. And he's the best one on the field. God, get me to the wild card round. Do something. You have Otani, by the way, hit 102.2 last night right. pitching. You get yeah. get me Otani and Trout on like FS1 with get yeah. they'll get the Thundersticks back in Anaheim. Yeah, get me Golly. two more front dude, get me two more animals in that rotation. Yeah, go. Get me go. two more animals in that rotation. You know, they've drafted a ton of pitchers in the last couple of years, too. So they're hoping that, you know, one of those hits is a star. But get me two more frontline stars. Because, yeah. you know what? Hey, bro, at the end of the day, father times, the clock's ticking. He waits for nobody. And, you know, Trout's into his 30s now. You know, time is a ticking, dude. We all want to see Mike Trout uh, in the postseason because, you know, we're, start, we're seeing it a little bit here in the WBC. Mike Trout, when, it's, uh, when all it's the spotlight's on him, Maybe he's even better. I agree. I agree. The best yeah. guys play better in the biggest game. Right? Um, all right, next point here. Uh, we were talking about Dero's pitching staff and what he needed to do. You nailed it, dude. You're like, I-, I need his bullpen to be good. Devin Williams, David Bedner, both killing it. Dero says they've been great. Comes, shut up, Bella. It comes down to players. What's your take on how Dero's managing this team? I think he's doing great, man. I think Dero's doing great. Um, I love his staff. I love the guys he has around him. You know, the Michael Youngs, the Brian McCanns, those are his boys. We've got Griffey, Lou Collier, you know, some 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 good guys. Um, Jerry, uh, Jerry Manuel is on the staff, too. Um, dude, I, D. Rose is D. Rose, one of the brightest baseball minds, one of the smartest dudes I've ever met. One of the funniest guys, too. Great personality. But kind of D. Rose has everything. But his baseball IQ is off the charts. You know, this guy knows the game. He analyzes the game. He's in the game. He's played the game at the highest level. He's won a world championship. Uh, you know, I'd be shocked if D. Rowe in a couple of years is still doing MLB Central. I, you know, I, I'd, be, I'd be shocked if he's not back in the dugout. Now, I, one of the things about D. Rowe getting back in the dugout is, hey, man, that's a way bigger commitment than doing MLB Central and MLB, MLB mm-hmm. Network because mm-hmm. it's just a different animal, man. It's a different, it's a different, um, you know, commitment. Uh, it's a different stress level, all that stuff. And D. Rowe, you know, has a good thing going. He's got his, his kids are still at home. You know, he's got a wonderful wife. So it'll be interesting to see in a couple years, if this experience with the WBC gets his juices flowing enough where he says, you know what? I'm ready to manage because he's going to be your Aaron Boone, your Kevin Cash, your Alex Cora, some of the best managers in the game. That's that our generation. D Rose ready to do that. There's no doubt about it. Can you follow on that? Cause I know you've had experience with this decisions, but like you're not just, this is not just D Rose decision to become a manager. His entire family has to make the decision together, right? That's how you do this in in this his, in this world his, of baseball. I mean, his wife Heidi's got to be on board a hundred percent. I think she is too. I think Heidi would, you know, 
she's on board for him to do whatever he wants. His kids, too. I think the kids are the biggest thing, you know. He's got two kids, a daughter and a son, and, you know, I think that's a big deal. You know, his, his son's right in the middle of, you know, just starting to play 13, 14, you know, 15, that, 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 the, the generation of playing baseball, you know, where you're the coach and, you know, these kids and he's always talking about putting lineups together. And I know I've been on MLB Central sometimes. He's sending the lineup to his buddy. Hey, this is who you should play tonight. Yeah. And, you know, they're talking like, you know, these young kids, but that's fun. That's being a dad. And guess what? You go to coach, you go to be a big league manager, that all goes away. So you just got to weigh the pros and the cons. Now, also, your kids get to come during the summer and, hang out in a big league clubhouse. That's a pro too. That's a cool thing. In the off season, you get five months off four, four or five months off. That's a pro. You know what I mean? So there's pros and cons. You just got to weigh them. And, but you're right, Chinch. It, a decision like this, the whole family's got to be on board. You can't just kind of go on a whim and go, I'm doing this just for me because it's a, it's a big decision for everybody involved in the family. Yeah, I agree. Hey, one quick thing we didn't talk about. Pirates right-hander Mitch Keller starting opening day. What do you think about yeah. that? Let's talk about the yeah, Bucks Yeah, dude, I'm excited for Mitch Keller, man. Like, I think it's great. Uh, there, there's a good video, too. I'm sure you saw the video where Sheltie brings him in, and, you know, it's on Twitter and Instagram, I think, and he tells you, hey, what are you going to be doing on March 30th? He's like, oh, how are your pitch is going to look? He's like, why? He's like, because you're the opening day starter. That's a cool moment. And I think, dude, one of the biggest things about Mitch Keller is a couple years ago, dude, this guy was your can't-miss uh, – Top 100 prospects, he was one or two, like right there. Like, oh, the Pirates are fired up. He gets up to the big leagues, dude, and he's getting shelled. He can't throw strikes. He's not finishing guys off in the zone with two strikes. You know, you're in the big leagues, Chinch. you got to have a put-away pitch. Mm. you got to be able to put people away with swing and miss stuff. And what was happening with Keller was he'd get guys to two strikes that couldn't put anybody away, start nibbling around the zone. And I tell you what, when you do that to big league hitters, it's like blood in the water, brother. If you can't put me away, I know it right away. Yeah. And then I just yeah. start sitting out over the plate, and I'm waiting for you to come to my zone because your slider and your changeup are so far out of the zone, I know you're, you're nervous of contact, right? And, that's, and a lot of young kids will go through that, right? But as you've watched Keller, especially last season, dude, he got sent down, I don't know, last season, but the year before, you know, up and down a little bit, got, you know, then got brought back, and it, but then all of a sudden – he really started getting the slider working, the put-away pitches, started uh, attacking the zone more with conviction. And Mitch Keller, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what his numbers are, but I know in the second half last year they were really, really good. And it was kind of under the radar because you didn't expect it. But now you're starting to see Mitch Keller be the guy that the Pirates thought he was a couple years ago. And you can't teach experience, brother, in yeah. life and in, in baseball. you got to be able to go through the ups and the downs in the process and kind of wear it. And a lot of – he's been taking that failure's feedback and going to that next level. It's exciting for the Pirates and for Mitch Keller because if this guy turns out to be an ace, you know, that's it's, it's just big because the only way you win in this game and only way you, you win if you're the Pirates, if you have somebody at the top of that rotation that's actually yeah. legit. And then, by the way, then figure out how to keep them, not like what you did with Garrett Cole back in the day. you got to keep yeah. those guys, but that's that's the next round of worrying. Uh, it also reminds me of something. <laughs> Next round of worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, when we had Bronson Arroyo up on the other day, I thought the most interesting he said about in today's game, what would have been difficult for him is these guys don't get the strike zone. Like the pitcher doesn't get to mm. own the strike zone anymore. So you have to be that much more accurate of a pitcher in today's game than you did when Bronson Arroyo was pitching. And that was like 10 years ago, you know? So no, kudos really to him, do. man. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? That's another great point, Chance, really quick. <clears throat> Jack Leiter. Jack Leiter was saying that, you know, last year he had, you know, he got hit around a little bit his first year in the minor leagues. And he was talking to Al and he's like, dad, he's like, I'm, you know, 
at Vanderbilt, you're getting the pitch this far off the plate. You're getting, you know, I mean, you're putting guys away and guys are like, what's that? Well, you're Jack Leiter and you're Joe Blow and he's going to be a first round pick and he's going to get this pitch from those umpires. That's just the way it goes. Well, you get into pro ball, bro. So think about this. The strike zone shrinks. And I think that's what Jack was saying. Like one of the toughest adjustments he had to make was the pitches that used to be strikes aren't. So now you got to figure out how to weigh, you have to figure out a way to be deadly in the strike zone. Attack it and have some movement. Attack it and have some life. Really hit the corners. Like you can't, you can't live in the middle of the plate. Even in the A ball, double A, bro. These guys are are professional hitters. You know, they're still elite, elite players, the best of the best. So I think that's uh, you know, just an interesting thing for all young pitchers of like you got to learn to pitch in the strike zone and put guys away and have just good movement in the strike zone where guys are getting weak ground. You get weak contact. Good point, man. Good point. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to get rolling because Bella is starting to be a pain in my butt again, man. Okay. Oh, come on, Bella. <sighs> she, she I kind of like it, though. I kind of makes my day when Bella stirs the pot with you. You get all like, I got to get Bella outside. Jess is sleeping. We got uh, major problems here. There she is. All right. So Bella's <laughs> saying it's time to go. So. <laughs> All right, we'll be back tomorrow, right? Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow, brother, yeah. All right, bro. Let's do it. All right. Hey, man, Chigi, have a great day. Everyone out there, thanks for listening. Have an incredible, credible day. Let's go get it. We'll see you you tomorrow. All right, bro. See you.